Uh, that's not so bad. Yeah. Hello, all you Drew and Drew Gates and Drew Gets and and Suffered Gets and city dwellers and terrible zoo souvenir hat wearers. Welcome to a new thing that we did. It's an episode, I guess. Um, I'm not going to dwell on this for too, too long. Uh, I'm just going to come right out and say it. Um, if an imaginary Egyptian snake god says that your penis would look better not on you, uh, and he's like, that would make me happy, um, find a new god. Maybe do that. Maybe think for yourself for just a moment and be like, hey, fuck that guy. I, I happen to... Uh, enjoy urinating standing up it's a it's a privilege that only half of the world gets to to take part in or you know there's pee everywhere and it's a mess it's a mess so always remember like this guy in the cool cool car behind me and as I was saying before I was so rudely interrupted by a dear friend I haven't seen in years driving a car that would lead everyone to believe that a snake god asked him to cut his penis off and replace it with a car and don't do that keep your wang y'all all the old paintings on the tomb they do the sand dance don't you know they move too quick away oh they're falling down like a domino the buzz on man, the now they got the money on the bed. Go crocodiles, oh, hey, oh, they snap the teeth on the cigarette. Foreign types with the hookah pipes, say, hey, hey, oh, hey, oh, hey, oh, it's terrible. Also, you know, you love it. Look at it. Look at it. Now tell it. Hey, girl. I was trying to immediately think of those old 90s R&B And you're just getting out of the show. You are tuned in to another stupid episode of our show. Which is called See No, Hear No, Speak No. Ding a dong ding. And the donut shop say. And email us at S N S N H N S N at gmail.com. What the fuck? No, S N H N S N P O D. 
SNPOD at gmail.com. That's better. Email us. Tell us things. Tell us secrets that you don't tell anybody else because we won't tell. I'll tell everybody everything. What you couldn't say at home because this is a, a audio recording is that I just threatened him with a knife and that's why he got it right this time. How did he get one of my knives? Bitch. Damn it. Fucking chicken fucker. All right. So, tonight's chicken fucking episode of this show is going to be a weird one, guys. It's going to be uh, full of nastiness and murder and uh, and craziness and possibly, uh, you know, low IQ having to the point of maybe being called uh, the R word uh, for your oh. for your IQic ideas. You no, know? they didn't. I mean, I don't think they did, but I, I kind of just... So, it is a clinical term. We're going to start our story here about Nico Jenkins. Jenkins! Nico Jenkins! Yeah, Leroy Jenkins. I remember him. So great. Man, that was like the first game meme ever. It, it was certainly one of the one of the biggest ones that, that made its way into, oh, we can make mm-hmm. funnies out of video games right. too? And here's, here's, uh, here's a little secret for you about that. I am him. You? Well, we are him. We are Legion. We are a Legion of, of Leroy Jenkins. Leroy Jenkins thought he was Legion. Jenkai. He got fucked up. Leroy Jenkai. So this is about Nico Jenkins, who is a distant cousin, I believe. Of Twice Leroy. removed. Uh, and we're going to start our story here in 1993, when a seven-year-old boy showed up at Omaha's Highland Elementary School with a loaded... 25 caliber handgun. It was already a shitty year. Now we got this fucking dog shit to deal with. 1993, a 7-year-old boy shows up with a loaded handgun. He was then briefly taken from his mother, which come on now. Uh how, briefly is maybe a thing they should have rethought. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Um but this began a uh you know, two decades in and out of group homes, which can only make a broken mind uh, better. That is that briefly? It's not. It's twenty. It says twenty years there, but I mean the. So, uh, but not just the group homes, and I mean he was in and out and back and forth uh, with his mom, without his mom, kind of thing like that. Oh. You know. Okay. Uh, so just the whole family of fucking turds. Group homes, okay. the Douglas County Youth Detention Center, mm-hmm. and eventually prison. Um, he spent. Nearly his entire life in prison, or like prison places. Settings and... Exactly, exactly, exactly. That's right. Um, So, (sighs) let's see. We're going to go to... Okay, so after the gun incident at the elementary school, uh, it was four years until he was committed of, or accused of a serious crime. At age 11, he admitted to stealing on three separate occasions. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, at least he was he was truthful about it, and he, he owned up to his, his oopsies. Huh. You know? um, That's but, curious. But that, at 11, was the last time that he was free for any uh, significant amount of time in his life. Lord. Um, of course, it was also when he stopped going to school. Uh, he did say that he completed his GED in prison, which I... Believe or not, maybe, I don't know. Um, so, he was first sent to a group home in uh, Papillon, 
P-A-P-I-L-L-I-O-N, correct? Uh-huh. Man, I'm good at that, except for the asking about it afterwards. I should stop that. And his actions soon escalated to physical violence. Mm. In 1998, he was kicked out of the, the group home for repeatedly assaulting other children. Um, Gotta strike first. Uh, well, you don't have to strike first. You, you have to strike hardest. And striking first is a pretty surefire, easy way to get that designation if you can hit hard enough yeah thanks coach that's right mm-hmm. that is what i was get uh, out there and do one for the gipper um it's a is it a gipper a fish is it a fish well, i've never heard that word in my life it's a thing that uh, ronald reagan called himself a gipper and uh he was like when he would talk to like a sporting person on the phone like the super bowl hey he he, he was famous for saying uh, now go out there and win one for the gipper that is a word that is beyond my time. I may have made that entire thing up, but I'm pretty sure it's real. So, maybe one of our listeners will <laughs> chime in and say, you know. I'm going to go ahead and say I dare them to. Yeah. Uh, so the latest incident, the last, sorry, the last incident occurred on February 26, 1998, when he used clo- a clothes hanger to hit another child, another minor child. This child isn't going to be important in our story. It's a minor child. Yeah, he's just... And he had a little hat with a light on and a pickaxe. Uh, leaving whip marks on the child. Um, he was then sent to the youth detention center, uh, but soon released to the care of his mother, Lori Jenkins, because, as we all know, a mother who allowed her son to go to school with a loaded twenty-five caliber handgun is certainly one that deserves the child that went to jail for whipping another kid with a clothes hanger. Yeah, her track record is pretty good so far. Let's uh, let's give her another shot. And by the end of the year, 12-year-old boy was back in detention center for assaulting someone with a knife. Mm. Good job, Lori. Mm-hmm. You're a good, good mom. Now, technically... Mm, let's hear the technicality. Go ahead. All right. And I, and I had this explained to me by an officer of the law mm-hmm. because I was unclear of uh, between the, you know, the distinction between assault and battery. Mm-hmm. And what I was told is that assault is basically just a threat where the other person feels threatened like they mm. are their bodily okay. harm or physical harm or whatever is happening like i'm gonna beat the fuck out of you you're yelling at me That's you're, yes okay. you threaten yeah you don't have to, have to directly threaten you just feel oh wow yeah the other person but i i go they through, feel threatened i go through most of my days feeling threatened by everything around me all right so you're being assaulted constantly but battery i also pour salt on myself is when you actually physically touch someone with your Ill intentions. I want to assault and battery somebody with some salts and batteries. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if he just assaulted someone with a knife, he didn't actually cut anybody. Okay, so he was like, I will cut you. Yeah. Like you or he was like, time. man, don't, don't tell the cops I do that, please. You know, it doesn't. That would be bad for me, I think, maybe. I mean, I've, Matter I've, of fact, I will put this knife to your neck right now and, and ask you nicely not to do that. I've had worse. Yeah. So eventually... Uh, he had caused so much trouble and run away uh, so many times that his probation ended up being revoked. Uh, so in August of 2001, he was sent to the Youth Rehabilitation and Treatment Center, Kearney. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, and their you, track record is what? Uh, probably great, because uh, one year later he was back in Omaha and soon began threatening those around him. Lovely. His papa, David McGee... David McGee, yeah! I don't know how McGee is... Uh, Translated into Jenkins, but we'll find out maybe. 
He wrote in court documents that, uh, and I quote, Nico Jenkins has threatened my life and pulled a sawed-off shotgun on me at my own home. Now that's assault. That is, that's maybe too salty. Yeah, you dial it back, throw a potato in that, potato and that's awesome, and, and let's suck some of that salt out of it. The second incident, wait, no, uh, soon after that, Nico uh, stole two cars at gun at gunpoint. Uh, in one incident, he ordered a 21-year-old man out of his black Honda Civic and took off in it. The second one, he asked a 20-year-old woman for a ride. When she declined, he got in the back of her, her 1983 maroon Cadillac DeVille, brandished a shotgun, and told her to drive to 22nd Street and Grand Avenue. There, he ordered her out. Um, for these robberies, he was sent to prison in 2003, and then he wasn't released for a decade. Jesus. But the violence didn't end in prison, as it often doesn't. Yeah, right. Uh, he was charged twice, once for assaulting a guard while on furlough at his grandmother's funeral. Oh, my God. Can't you just fucking keep it in your pants while you're at your fucking grandma's funeral? What, are you out of pee or something? Really? That bad? It just hit. It, it hit like a goddamn tsunami, huh? I mean, it might go away, but... I, I mean, I, we can we can Zach Morris it and you can go pee, but let me finish the sentence. Okay. Um, <laughs> so he was on furlough at his grandmother's funeral, and uh, and he assaulted a guard, and then once for his part in a prison riot. And a prison riot. Wow. Zach Morai, a time out. Go empty your old man bladder. Go, 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 go. So, uh, he also was disciplined while in prison uh, quite a few times for his tattoos. You're not supposed to be getting more of those in prison. It happens, though. You know, that's why it's called a, a Jimmy Jom. I always wondered about that. What about it? Like, if they get in trouble. Yeah. I mean... I mean, you get, like, uh, points or uh, maybe, like, uh, demerits or, like, uh, spankings, I think. Like, I, think I don't spankings wonder... happen. I don't wonder badly enough to go there and find out in person, but I think you could use a a, a, a prison tat or two. I mean, you get a, it, a prison a, tat or two. Yeah, this is, that was a good. I'm sorry. A, a tattoo machine, whether it's makeshift or not, is not a quiet thing. No, and, but, and, and uh, prisons and, neither, though. And the way these people are done up a lot of times from head to toe. Yeah. How the fuck that takes hours? How the fuck do you have time to sit around and do that mm. loud activity? That's painful and probably is making, you know, some kind of noise outside from the machine. And nobody's fucking with you? I mean, yeah. I don't know, man. I, I don't no, know. I don't... That's a weird... Uh, I don't know. He also attacked some other inmates while he was in there. Of uh, course he did. He was in, in gangs. Uh, he saw gang activity, which is also frowned upon. Now, which <clears> gang <throat> let him in? Because you say he's a white guy. He clearly looks like a light-skinned black dude. He, he very much looks like a light-skinned black dude. I, I think, though, that is his duck face for cameras that is doing a lot of the, the, the facial molding into making us think that. And his, his completely bald head is a very uh, Afrocentric kind of uh, trait, especially for someone in prison. Uh, it's the, t the facial tattoos, the, the bald I mean, his, head. His is... nose and lips alone are features that are not indicative of Europeans. The However, Mexican guy said that, guys. It's okay. However. However. Looking at that guy, mm -hmm. in any of the pictures that you, that you can find of him, mm -hmm. and, yes. and there are many. Yes. Do you picture, really picture, the Aryans letting him into their prison uh, gang? I mean, he would have to prove that he was... I mean, I don't know, man. Like, the, I... Look, man, I'm, I, I'm just, I'm just, I, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna give it the benefit of the doubt and say like uh, it was it was the Sugar Hill Gang that let him in because he said the hip hop to hippie the hippie to the hip hip hop and he, you don't stop rocking to the bang bang boogie so up jump the boogie to the rhythm of the boogie beat nicely done you Thank know you, he sir. he to get into the Sugar Hill Gang I hear uh, you also have to uh, talk mad shit on Superman. Mm. You know, which was strangely a thing that they did in the '80s in hip hop. That there was a bitch. There were several groups that that talked shit on Superman, but um, but them being, I think, the most well known of that song in particular. Ma, oh, Dita's. Um, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Walk this way. Uh, his panties on the outside of his blue and red suit. I mean, I don't. <laughs> so. He's in jail for however many years we said ten ten years something like that mm-hmm. from uh, from uh, two thousand three to two thousand thirteen. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he is at that point released, and um, he goes on to have a perfectly normal life and uh, starts a family. He's a very loving and doting husband uh, and father. Uh, he is the he's the uh, the he's one of the guys the ushers at at church that uh, have this the basket on a stick to mm-hmm. get money mm-hmm. from you and mm-hmm. he doesn't he's never stolen a single penny. Um, he also uh, he uh, he does topless car washes for for the the gay community. Oh um, yeah, he he does have great tits. This this is a thing that is true except for none of it, because he gets out and uh, it might as well be hours later. Uh, but it is days, if not, I think it's, it's a couple of days, weeks, whatever. Uh, you know, he re- he uh, reconnects with his family first and stuff like that. Uh, his female friends, because when he was released from, from prison, he had, <clears throat> uh, for some reason, like a handful of ladies waiting, all waiting for him, all calling them his wife, uh, themselves, his wives. Um, wow. A weird thing, especially when you see this dude. But I, I don't know, man. Uh, so he, uh, you know, got out, uh, hooked up with them and everything, and then eventually uh, he hooks up with an old prison buddy, uh, Curtis Bradford. Um, Bradford's family had warned him about Jenkins because, uh, you know, it, it's not, nothing good can come of a person named Nico, um, but he wouldn't listen. Uh, and he even uh, posed for a picture with Jenkins and himself, uh, which was posted on Facebook. Uh, them, you know, smiling together and, and laughing and joking off and stuff mm. like that, mm-hmm. uh, which is which was posted the day before he died, oddly enough. Nice. Well, so much for guilty by association. I mean, yeah, friends like these... Who needs enemies? That's right. With friends like these, yuck, you, yuck, you yuck. end up with a goddamn deer slug in the back of your brain dome space. Now that is battery. <clears throat> yeah, that's that's past assault. Well, we know that you cannot stop the battery. This is true. This is true. This is true. Especially when you're crashing through the boundaries. I don't know. Yeah, I was hoping the that you knew some, found ye. <laughs> some other words to the song because I don't. Um, so... Uh, Friends and relatives say that Bradford, Bradford and Jenkins may have just been trying to rob someone the night that he was shot in the back of the head, uh, but, you know, it's pretty clear later on here that maybe that wasn't the case. Maybe maybe Nico was like, I think this guy's head would look better without it. Or maybe it was the case, and Nico 
needed the extra hands to complete the robbery hmm. and then didn't want to split the pay. Hmm. I mean, that's a classic he was bad like, guy scenario, right? And then he was like, I don't know, I think that felt pretty good. Yeah, killing the first guy was cool. I mean, that wasn't a big deal. My, I don't really fucking like this guy anyway. My Egyptian snake god sure was happy about it. Oh, did I just give away too much with the Egyptian snake god thing? He rewarded me with pea crystals. What? Ethereal. Holy pea crystals. Like, made of pea? Like, urine? You have a lizard in that... Does he not pee like snakes pee? Do, what? Do snakes pee? When their pee dries in the fucking... It, yeah. Yes, it turns into these weird little <clears throat> crystals. Just like... I've just been snorting it. I figured that it was free. And that... <laughs> It was yeah. maybe like a good oh. way. So oh, uh, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and take a somewhat of a, a side road detour here and say that Jenkins, uh, in the end and during and and always, had attributed his problems to mental illness. Oh. Uh, he had told a psychiatrist of a family history of mental illness and said that he first went to a psychiatrist at the former Richard Young Center when he was eight or nine. Uh, he said that a. Uh, what uh, T E C U M S E H? Tecumseh. Right. T E C. What? Tecumseh. Yeah, that's right. That's a that's a town. Yeah. Tecumseh State Prison Doctor had diagnosed him as schizophrenic, bipolar, and obsessive compulsive. That means he heard voices in his head that were both super mad and super happy telling him to switch the lights on and off 12 times before he left the room. Right. That's what... That's gotta be exhausting. So tiresome. So he... My goodness. uh, In several hearings before the Douglas County District Judge Gary Randall. That's right. That's the most normal name a person can have. Gary Randall. Uh, Yeah, I don't like it. Two first names. He would uh, keep, of course, trying to enter an insanity plea. Um, at the same time, though, he consistently told corrections off, good job, Eleanor. <laughs> Elegant in every move. Um, he consistently told corrections officers and a judge that he wasn't going to take medications for his illness. Ah. Uh, so the judge asked, uh, you've chosen not to take those? And, uh, <clears throat> and, uh, this is at a sentence hearing in, uh, July of 2011, um, uh, and he says, because of the hostile environment that I'm currently living in, the medication is to basically kill my adrenaline because when I have mental breakdowns, I become enraged and I lash out on others. So the medicine that they give me, it slows me down and it basically puts me in almost a paralyzing you know, state of mind. So... So he, he it's told, safer for him not to take the medicine? That's what he's saying. Because he's in danger. So he, he had told the judge that his attack on uh, the corrections officer was, uh, and I quote, a mental breakdown as a result of my mental disorders. Uh, but a psychiatrist that was evaluating him in, uh, for his ability to stand trial in 2010 wrote that he believed the inmate was making up at least some of his symptoms. Um, so the, the, judge, like it. the judge ordered an evaluation uh, by Lincoln Regional Center psychiatrist uh, on July 20th, 2010, Dr. Scott Moore would go on to meet with Jenkins at the Correctional Center. Uh, he told the doctor that his problem stemmed from uh, the abuse that he suffered at the hands of family members when he was young. He went on to say that he heard voices from Egyptian gods, 
but uh, that wasn't all, apparently. Uh, more elaborated in his report and says, After a little bit, Jenkins went on to tell me that he was told that he should eat human brains because that's where the pituitary gland was and it would strengthen him to do so. Moore's conclusion? Jenkins was faking it. Hmm. Which... That's what it sounds like yeah, to me. exactly. Schizophrenics don't generally know they're schizophrenic. And Correct. Nor... Especially when they're not on their fucking medication. Right. They, <laughs> and, yeah, and nor do they generally bounce back and forth between, hey, I'm being talked to by an Egyptian serpent god, and, oh no, I only did that because I'm crazy. Mm -hmm. That's not a thing that usually happens. Because right. that pisses off the Egyptian serpent god. It definitely does, yeah. Yeah, you, you, yeah. He, he would rather you take full credit in his name mm -hmm. than blow it off as some sort of puny human illness. So he said that Jenkins seemed to have thought out the symptoms beforehand, uh, like most people do, I guess. Uh, if Moore didn't accept Jenkins' symptoms, the inmate would escalate in his descriptions. Uh, he went on to write, I believe his major diagnosis is antisocial personality disorder, and I doubt the presence of a psychosis. Mm. Um... So, the public defender, uh, Gary Olson, which, there's a lot of Garys in the story <laughs> so far, uh, he took exception to that, because he was paid to, I guess, right. uh, noting that a nurse at the Douglas County Correctional Center had recommended that Jenkins be transferred to the Lincoln Regional Center, because nurses are doctors now, and their word should be taken as law. The idea that Jenkins was making up his mental illness, I think, is contradicted by the number, quite frankly, the number of tattoos on his face, Olsen says. Because people with tattoos on their face, especially numbers of them, they have schizophrenia, for sure. That is medical proof. Telltale sign, okay. The telltale heart sign. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good to know. Now we know. You got all them tattoos on your face. I don't know if I'm with you being here anymore hmm yeah at least mine are like black light tattoos they only show up when i'm hmm. when i'm in uv that's kind of cool yeah that's not true though is it absolutely not that'd be cool though you should do that i, I have i had considered not on my face but i, I had considered your weenus right gross you're terrible i want it to be neon orange neon orange that's right why why not so before his july 30th release from prison uh, so you could see me in the woods. Nico Jenkins had reportedly promised his fellow inmates that the world would soon take notice of his exploits. And on top of that, yeah. he would never return. Sounds like a schizophrenic to me. Indeed. Um, so, on starting August uh, 21st. There is, uh, there, there are ten days in which this uh, person, type uh, god puppet, dastardly fiend, you know it. Yes, he decided to kill some people. Ah, the spree. He is a spree killer. He's he, I think he tries to act like he's so much more, but he's he's basically just a spree killer. Yeah. Who, uh, you'll you'll find couldn't do much on his own. Other than pull the trigger, I guess. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so, on August 21st, uh, there was... Oh, wait, no, sorry. Starting August 11th, uh, my bad. And then going to the 21st. But mm -hmm. uh, So, August 11th, 
there are uh, the killings of two friends, uh, Jorge uh, Kajiga. Like, seriously? Nice. <laughs> C-A-J-I-G-A Ruiz. Isn't that what that old lady in The Simpsons always warned you about? Kajiga. That the throws cats at you? She's always the yelling about the Kajiggers. Yeah. yeah. And Juan... Kajiggers? Kajigger. Uh, that's... He was... He'd be saying something else. And Juan Uribe Pina. Okay. Uh, 29 and 26, respectively. Respectively? Respective. Mm-hmm. Respect, mm-hmm. I respected it. Did I? Not uh, really. So, they uh, were in a... They were in a, a pickup truck in uh, Spring Lake Park in South Omaha. Gross. They... Yeah. Uh, they... <laughs> They uh, had been lured there with uh, somehow with the uh, promise of uh, like um, like ladies like uh, you know like uh, getting some. The fuck. Yeah, like um, you know they were there to to get some some ladies. Was uh, this like a fucking Craigslist ad or something? I'm hoping so. Because they clearly did not meet this guy and really believe that he's gonna do anything for them. Uh, it had to have been internet. It did, it, right? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, because otherwise, like, uh, you know, gross. Indeed. So uh, a patrol officer discovered the bodies of uh, Juan and Jorge uh, at about 5 a.m. inside their Ford pickup truck parked near the public swimming pool at Spring Lake Park. They had both been shot in the head. Uh, one of them, I believe it was, uh, I believe it was Jorge or Juan. That would be one of them. Had also been shot in the nuts. Or oh. the crotch. Oh. The, the, but the, um, not the crotch, the, uh, what's this area called medically? The crotch? Groin? The groin had been also shot in the groin. Um. Jeebus. Yeah, sad. Ouchies. But he didn't technically know these guys. At all. Just like, hey, pop, pop. August 19th, eight days later, <clears throat> is when... The body of his old uh, prison buddy, Curtis Bradford. Mm. He was 22. He was also of Omaha. Uh, He's found at about 7 a.m. outside a detached garage near 18th and Clark Street. He was shot in the head. Uh, Apparently, he was planning to study business at ITT Technical Institute. There goes the neighborhood. Mm. Yeah, there goes the the technical institutes. Uh, They had met in prison. And like I said earlier, had had uh, posed for a buddy picture shot thing and posted it on Facebook the day the day prior. That's fucking crazy. Oof. And then on August twenty first, what happened? Oh, what is your no? It is terrible. What? Your face. Your face, bitch. August twenty first. August twenty first. Uh, the Douglas County Sheriff's deputies found the body of Andrea L. Kruger, which. Could be Freddy Krueger's daughter. Ew. I'm not sure. I don't think it is, but it could be. I can't. I can't rule out the possibility. <clears throat> so I won't. Well, that doesn't automatically mean that she's also a crazy. No, no, no. She didn't deserve what she got at all. She is absolutely innocent in every way in this. I'm just saying that there could be a connection. Okay. Um, she was 33 years old, and uh, shortly after two in the morning. Uh, in the street near the intersection of 168th and Fort Streets. She was shot multiple times 
Um, she was married, the mother of three. She was on her way home from her bartending job that was near 178th and Pacific. Um, so uh, the Sheriff Tim Dunning said that Kruger was shot sometime between uh, 147 when she closed the bar and 208 when deputies responded to a call of shots fired. Her 2012 Chevrolet Traverse is located by the police about 16 hours later in an alley near 43rd and Charles. Uh, then the sheriff says that someone made, uh, and I quote, a feeble attempt to set the vehicle on fire. <clears throat> oh, how hard. Uh, so those are the, uh, those are the killings. Well, and, and there's, uh, aside from the two uh, Latin guys, there, there's no real story of, oh, and I guess the other guy he carjacked, huh? No, 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 no. So no. why? There were the trucks people. The, the guy's in the truck by yeah. the pool that he shot in the head. Right. Uh, there was his buddy oh, from yeah. prison that he shot in the head. Yeah. And then there was this lady who uh, he shot in the head and took her car. So no answer. Or shot in the head in a bunch of other places. Uh, no. But well, I mean, not yet. He's a dick. Not yet, why? But well, yeah. Um, so uh, after uh, Kruger was killed, uh, Crime Stoppers began receiving phone calls about Jenkins. Uh, tips about all four homicides uh, had started to flood in then, and then they started connecting the dots. They were aware of the fact that he had been released from prison just before the slags. Uh, he apparently was kind of a well-known guy. Uh, they, uh, let's see, uh, Schmarderer? That's a fucking name and a half, man. C S C H M A D E R E R. Schmatterer. Schmatterer. Said that once authorities zeroed in on him uh, and began tracking his, his movements, they knew that it was just a matter of time. Uh, he would have killed again, he said. Uh, he knew that it was just a race against time. So, uh, they arrest him, and he uh, he he tells everybody everything. That uh, he said in, in an eight-hour-long interrogation, babbling like a fucking moron. Oh. Spills spills all the, the, the bean guts. Yeah, sounds like a schizophrenic to me. So he had his first court appearance uh, where he was denied bail. Thank you, Judge, for that one. But he looked super cool. Mm -hmm. uh, after hearing, uh, the relatives of Kruger and Bradford supported one another and talked about the need for justice after the hearing. Sorry. Um, so Michael Ryan Kruger, who was Andrea's husband, said it was evil on earth. Um, I needed to at least see him in person, which is weird, but I guess I get it, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, there were two others arrested in this case, Anthony Wells and Erica Jenkins. Uh, they also appeared in court uh, at the same time. The judge set the bail for one million bucks for Wells, who is 30 years old and charged with being a felon in possession of a weapon. Mm. Uh, Erica Jenkins, which is one of Nico's sisters, is being held on $350,000 bail and two counts of assault of a confined person. Char charges oh. that grew out of a jail scuffle. Um, time? Time. Zach Morris, it... Fucking get this weird heat wave. That... It's menopause. Uh, it, uh, it sucks. Menopause, what it is. Time in! So... So, so far, we know about Erica Jenkins, who is his sister, also on trial. We know about a uh, 
a one certain Anthony Wells uh-huh. uh, as well. Um, and who else are we going to learn is somewhat attached to this stupid, stupid man? Well, March 10th, 2014, Erica Jenkins was fucking quiet in court for once. Because, as as I meant to say uh, before we got there, uh, this this is very good. Uh, in her, her hearing, uh, uh, you know, on criminal mischief, basically, uh, she, she shouts at the, the judge, Why you keep fucking with my bail? Which huh. the judge uh, then asked her if she wanted a muzzle. Huh, uh, nice. Then she shot back, do you want a fucking muzzle? Which is fair, I guess. She then uh, toppled the lectern, uh, no. uh, handcuffed, by the way, uh, toppled this thing, and then a handful of corrections officers had to pounce on her and carry her out. Nice. Well, yeah. I mean, it is very rude to answer a question with a question. Uh, yeah, well, bitches don't know that shit sometimes. Mm. <clears throat> Unacceptable behavior. Mm. Continue. So, uh... She was in court, and she was being asked questions about the night of her brother's release uh, from prison originally, uh, which at times was called a party mm. and uh, and things like that. Um, uh, so, In his case, it sounded like it was going to be an orgy. So in the court, uh, the, uh, the, what you call it, prosecutor, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, she takes out a pistol-gripped shotgun out of an ev- evidence sleeve and brings it toward Erica Jenkins. Mm-hmm. Says, isn't this the weapon that you and your brother used to kill Curtis Bradford? Uh, Erica, who is at this point far along in a pregnancy, of course, uh, she leaned away from the gun and then her one of her attorneys uh, stood up and was like, that's, uh, you can't do that. That's against the Fifth Amendment right against self-incrimination. Mm. Then Erica talked over her attorney, which is always very good to do. Nice. Says, that's false. I didn't kill anybody. So, her testimony was happening uh, as a distant relative. Anthony Wells was also standing trial. And he was accused of giving Nico the shotgun the, uh, the night of the uh, the party, right? Uh, so, on, uh, let's see, blah, blah, blah. so when they took the gun out to show this shit, right, uh, they were seeing oh, yeah, all about the party and how he got it and blah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, witnesses spoke of a prison release party. Uh, well, Nico's mom, Lori, simply called it a family first get-together, which was held at the Travel Lodge at 71st and Grover Street. Well, that sounds innocent <laughs> enough. The Travel Lodge is where innocent stuff happens. Um, <laughs> family loved you enough. Yeah, it's crazy. Know, to... to put you up in a room and uh you know have everybody come over and greet you and with shotguns and stuff Mm -hmm. sherry floyd enters the story uh a 48 year old girlfriend of the 27 year old jenkins at the time who tattooed her face at the behest of jenkins uh she testified that she had seen wells hand nico uh a pistol grip shotgun at the hotel uh but laurie uh, Jenkins, the mama, mm-hmm. calls Floyd a dirty liar. 
Dirty, dirty I added the door, the dirty part. Uh, Lori said, uh, among other things, uh, she is also charged with providing the ammunition that her son purportedly used in the killings, uh, and acknowledges that she and all but one of her five children are facing charges, either distantly or directly connected to these slayings. Wow. Yes. Um, Lori Jenkins denied that Wells handed the weapon. She says that the bitch Floyd is the one who brought it to Nico. Mm. Took it in the hotel and took it out, she said. That bitch. That bitch. Uh, all that and more happened here. Uh, Rackersacks or, or like chips? Like regular yes. salty chips? Both, I think. It's all a. Right. It's like a trail mix. Well, that's a total package. Uh, yeah. Alright. Continue. <laughs> uh, this party w- was uh, attended by some of the women who make up what authorities have dubbed the quote-unquote cult of Nico. Uh, and Floyd did admit that she, uh, did take a shower with him that night. I don't know what that has to do with the shotgun, but okay. Uh, Lori says, uh, in part, uh, what, uh, something led to a confrontation between, uh, Floyd and Nico's wife, because yes, he was married to, uh, Charlonda Jenkins. Uh, Lori Jenkins alleged that Floyd threatened Charlonda with the shotgun. Uh, but of now, course, is this one of his prison wives or it's a, it just says Nico's wife. Okay. So this yeah. is probably the wife he had before going into prison. Yeah. Okay. I would think so. Wow. I guess. So, uh, July 30th is the day that he was released from uh, Nebraska prison and he had, uh, big plans, big, 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 big plans. Uh, so Floyd testified that Nico planned to move to Florida and commit some robberies there, maybe even go to Cuba, become a mixed martial arts fighter, <laughs> or join the military so that he could fight against the United States. So, okay, I got three things that I've been thinking, right? I could either do some robberies in Florida, I could join the Cuban military, or I become a Cuban MMA phenom. Hmm. I... Which one do you think has the most tolerance for facial tattoos? I, I'm probably the Cuban military. Yeah, yeah. they're, they're going to treat you real well. Yeah. Real nice, I, I think. I love that those were his fucking plans. I mean... He, he never made it to Florida, Chris. He never did. He never did do that. You um, know... <laughs> continue. From the stand, uh, Mrs. Floyd describes meeting Wells for the first time at the prison release party. She said that Wells handed Nico the shotgun, uh, showed him how to use it, and wiped it down with a towel. Because that is a clean shotgun now. Mm. Um, At that point, uh, Floyd uh, is pointed at by by Wells, who says, You lying bitch! Mm. Which, you know, whatever, man. Seconds later, Floyd testified that Wells handed over two shotgun shells and told Nico Jenkins one was good and one wasn't. Why would you do that? Alright, I'm not going to tell you which is which, but I'm going to give you two of them. One of them will blow up in your face, and another will blow up someone else's face. Right. Supplies. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, wait. Supplies. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Sure it does. Hmm. Bullets are supplies? No, not that part. I'm saying this. The, the thing doesn't... The, here's, the, the situation is stupid. Mm, with a combined IQ of... Oh, so, Wells, whom she knew as Tone, T-O-N-E, because you gotta know one, uh, wiped the bullets down. 
Floyd said, because that helps. Uh, why wouldn't you wipe bullets down if one is good and... Wait, wait, wait. Why would you wipe bullets down if one is good and one isn't, Wells calls out. I don't fucking know. But at that, uh, the, the judge, or, he says to, to Wells, shut the fuck up, man. Just be quiet. You guys are idiots. So, Wells' attorney then told the judge that his client is innocent. Period. The, re- the real culprit, he said, is Floyd, described by Schaefer, as, uh, who is the, the attorney, as a woman who lived under the influence of Nico Jenkins. It's hard to snort, man, but once you can actually get it to where you can put it directly in the veins, mm. it's mm. pretty good influence to be under, I guess. It's a little more than under the influence. Mm. Yeah, this, uh, this, this, this is interesting. I had a 48-year-old woman somehow... How does she even make it to be 48 and alive if she's that <laughs> fucking stupid? So she testifies that she met Nico uh, in 2009 at his grandmother's funeral in Omaha. You remember the one where he accosted a prison guard? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, she said that, that she felt an instant surge and had to leave because she was spooked by it. She had to also change. She also had to change her panties. That's what the surge meant. Yes. That also then sparked several prison visits between her and the convicted robber. So, under questioning, <clears throat> Floyd said that she, in total, probably gave at least thirty grand to Nico while he was in prison. I honestly can't fathom it. I know it was in the thousands. She said. She acknowledged that she tattooed her face at his request. A uh, tattoo on her forehead carries the word precociousness. Wait, wait, wait. Pern, pern, perniciousness. P-E-R-N-I-C-I-O-U-S-N-E-S-S. Perniciousness? Perniciousness. What the fuck does that mean? I don't know. Or evil. That's it. <laughs> I guess perniciousness is evil. It doesn't sound evil. Does her forehead say or evil? It sounds foo-foo. Schaefer said another one of her tattoos translated meant, I will die and kill for you. Idiots. That was what Nico said that it meant, but it didn't mean that to me, said Floyd. (laughs) Pernicious. Causing insidious harm or ruin. Boom. Is perniciousness Deadly, fatal, obsolete, evil, wicked? I don't like it. It is it is a very high flutin word for evil. It is, and uh, yes, I, perniciousness I, I do is... not appro- I do not approve. Yeah, Fucking no, it's, it's ridiculous. Zero out of two podcast hosts approve. Moving right along. <laughs> on the subject of tattoos, Floyd acknowledged telling police that the man who provided the shotgun had tattoos on his neck. At that, Wells pulls down the collar of his orange jumpsuit to show that he has no neck tattoos. And then he pulled his mask off, and he was really just old man Jenkins. Wait, old man Jenkins. Holy shit. It's it's Jenkins. It's it, all Jenkins. Even his grandpa's involved. Oh, my God. That crafty son of a bitch. Uh, Schaefer accused Floyd of providing the weapon, noting that she once admitted that she agreed to, quote-unquote, give a weapon to Nico. And then she says, well, there's a difference between agreeing to and actually fucking doing it. True that. Because there is. Uh, Floyd said that she lives in fear now, which she probably should, uh-huh. uh, and she's had to move because of the case. Oh, boo-hoo. Tattoo face lady. 
great decision-making bitch. Good job. She described being followed once by a man in a car, an incident that prompted her to call the police. That phone call uh, to the police is what led to Nico Jenkins' arrest. Huh. Yeah. Uh, her fear, she cried through parts of her testimony, and uh, didn't deter her. She so says. she was afraid for her life for whatever reason, even before she fucking testified. Yeah. Against him. For so. fucking sure. Wow. Right. Yeah. Uh, then she testified that Nico called out to her after Wells handed him the, the gun during the prison release party. Uh, and this is a quote. He said, you see what my homie does for me? Uh, yes, uh-huh. I, I see very well that your homie is willing to give you a weapon of just just a murderous uh, mm. capabilities for stuff that happens to with this weapon. Yeah, so that's man. that's a good homie. He's it's a you gotta kiss your homies goodnight though, man. Otherwise, but you can't pick their nose without asking them first. We've gone over this. But you can pick a new nose for them at the plastic surgeon. That is absolutely a thing that is expected of a homie. Yeah, that's legal. Legal hominess. Man. So, uh, Jenkins himself tried to plead no contest to all the charges uh, at first, but the judge refused to accept the plea because of the severity of the charges. Uh, and because you're a dumbass. We, we know you did it. You know no, you did no, it. No contest means that I did it, put me in jail already. Remember, we've been through this before, where uh, somebody, uh, I think it was uh, uh, Her- uh, Herbie, he tried to go, go in and, I did it. And they were like, well, you killed like nine people, we're going to have to hear about this in court. This is too severe a thing for us to just accept it and let it go. Well, what's the one that you can plea where they they don't, it's like... You acknowledge that the, that the evidence they have is incriminating, but you don't act, you're not actually admitting guilt. I don't know. There's one specifically for that where you're like, oh yeah, no, no, it does sound like I did it, but I'm not gonna tell you. I oh, did. that that is uh, no contest apparently. Uh, so uh, yeah, because it says here, uh, 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 he. Oh, by the way, he represents himself. Oh, uh, which is nice. always a really good thing. Mm. Uh, but he filed a handwritten motion to Douglas uh, County District Court last week stating his intention to plead guilty. Uh, and then he switched to no contest, which doesn't admit guilt. Right. Um, he said he didn't remember killing anyone, only that an Egyptian god named Aphophis, A-H-P-O-P-H-I-S. Aphophis? Uh, well, yeah, it's, it's supposed to be Aphophis. Uh, ordered him to kill the four humans as uh, sacrifices, of course. Mm-hmm. Duh, you stupid idiots. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. really, yeah, did, did you guys not get the same the same email from Aphophis as, as I did? Because um, he is the ruler of all, and this is what I... The, the guys, the, I had to do it. I had to do it, guys. I had to do it. I had to do it. I mean, <clears throat> I just, I, I don't... It doesn't sound uh, like over 11 days and, and yes. your serpent god pointed out these four people. Yes, because fuck those guys, man. Oh. I hate them. So no contest plea acknowledges that there's sufficient evidence to convict, uh, but is not an admittance of guilt. Right. Correct. Um, so, but uh, while uh, persecutors say 
prosecutors, sorry, not persecutors, that's different, uh, that he planned the killings to cover up robberies of them, probably, uh, or to keep them from identifying him. Uh, he insisted he didn't remember killing anyone, only that an Egyptian god uh, ordered him in a foreign language to kill the four as human sacrifices. I, my next question would be, do you know Egyptian, the language? Can you Can you understand it? Because what if he was like, man, slushies are good. You should go grab a slushie. Right. Right. I Not, mean, you should kill, like, all these people. Uh, maybe that actually displeases him. Right. Like, what if what if he said, you know, you, you should get fluffier toilet paper because I'm tired of sticking my finger through it. Oof, or... Man, when that happens, it's not a good day. For the rest of the day, it's no. just ruined. No, I mean, it can be a, a decent little eye-opening oil check there, but, uh, mm. you know. Yeah. <laughs> maybe he even said something about doing the, the jailhouse helicopter. No, that didn't happen. Okay, well. Nope. It's possible. Nope. Uh, you know. Dr. Eugene Olive, Olivito. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's Olive and then Ito. So, a little Olive. Uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Eugene Little Olive. Uh, he, he's the, the psychiatrist for the prison system in Douglas County. Uh, he testified in a hearing in February that year that his competency, um, uh, uh, on his competency, that he was a psychopath and one of the most dangerous people that he had ever evaluated. Um, but they still found him competent to stand trial mm-hmm. and to represent himself. <laughs> um, Fair enough. Because he had flipped between expressing his guilt and then declaring his innocence. Uh, and since he had been charged, uh, it, it happened quite often, actually. Uh, he initially had pled not guilty. Uh, then, because uh, uh, he was charged in September, and then in November he was like, uh, I'm totally actually guilty, guys. Um, then he changed his mind again in January, <clears throat> saying, no, actually, well, the thing is, is that I'm mentally ill, and that you should, you guys should just let me go anyway. Because I'm, uh, this is, you know, whatever. So fucking wow. During a, uh, some would say contentious two-hour hearing, in which Jenkins cursed and attempted to introduce various arguments rejected by the judge, uh, he said that he wanted to plead guilty because he believes his constitutional rights are being violated and that he can't get a fair trial in state court. So pleading guilty makes that all better, huh? I guess the judge later uh, allowed That's him bad math. allowed him to, to to plead no contest to the charges, and we are uh, timing back in to this wonderful, wonderful uh, nutsiness that is this. This fucking guy. This fucking guy, man. So, um, mm. so the judge later allowed Jenkins to plead no contest, like we said, uh, uh, as well, uh, when he denied prosecutors versions of how Jenkins carried out the fatal shootings. Uh, and I quote, uh, my problem is he disagrees with your factual analysis of the case. Um, uh, he says to the Douglas County attorney, Don Klein in explaining why he could not accept the guilty plea for the murder counts. Uh, he's not admitting to anything basically so uh yeah <laughs> this, the, the, i don't 
Hmm. Why, why, why do they even still entertain, entertain conversation with this fucking retard? Excuse my language. It is not excuse, but I will but say that this retard is an idiot. In this case, it, it is a clinical term, and I, I think you're right. This this dude may fall under that category in a very bad way. Mm. So, uh, so uh, Jenkins had some uh, complaints about prosecutors, uh, police, and jailers. <clears throat> uh, some of these complaints can be resolved by this court, Battalion said. Uh, by the way, the judge's name is Battalion. Uh, wow. However... I had advised if he pleads guilty, he's waiving all of these concerns and complaints. So Jenkins told the judge he felt he had no other choice but to plead because his constitutional rights and human rights are not being recognized. Um, Battalion repeatedly told Jenkins that he had no other choices. Go to trial, plead not guilty, or plead not guilty by reason of insanity. Uh, So Jenkins says, the main thing is I'm ready to go where I'm going to. Wait, I'm ready to go where I'm going to go. I'm not trying to sit in Douglas County Jail. I don't want to be sitting here going through this little dumb litigation bullshit in this jurisdiction. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, his pleas were anything but uh, heartfelt. <laughs> right. Uh, he vowed to make uh, make last fall when he wanted to spare victims' families. I don't know. what That whole sentence fucking screwed me up. Basically, he's saying... Uh, now he's saying, I want to spare the victims' families the heartache of having to see the pictures of their mutilated loved ones. Because I'm a good guy. Right. I'm a good guy that cares. I don't remember doing any of it. But, but I did it. Yeah. Man, did I ever do it for that god. Uh-huh. Mm. But it was crazy, too, so, you know. <laughs> um, I, should, I should walk free. He was, of course, characteristically uh, cold during the hearing. Uh, he was a chilly old little man with a big thick sweater on, I think is what they're trying to say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Laughing briefly and incredulous, incredulously as Klein detailed the victim's deaths. I was wrong. It's not that he was uh, wearing a sweater. Um, just a dick. Just a fucking dickhead, man. Uh, and the deaths of, uh, of Ruiz and Pina, he uh, emerged from a wooded area to execute both men. He then turned out their pockets, and stripped them of their cash. In Bradford's death, he described how... Uh, wait, Klein described how Jenkins' uh, sister, Erica, on the... Prover- uh, let me start this sentence over again. In Bradford's death, Klein described how Jenkins corrected his sister, Erica, on the proper way to execute someone. At that, Jenkins smirked. Huh. That still is not an admission of guilt. You lying, Jenkins says to to Klein. Dude is crazy. Mm -hmm. When Klein described four shots to Kruger, uh, Jenkins piped up, Where was the gunshot wound? To the head? Jenkins asked the judge. I didn't hear him. To the head, Battalion said. Jenkins claimed to have not remembered any of the killings, of course. Uh, And Bradford's execution was most puzzling, he said, because Bradford was my homie. Right. I, you know what's most puzzling about the, the, the murder of Bradford is that he was, in fact, my, my homie. Hmm, puzzling indeed. My actual homie, but Apophis cares nothing for homies. Mm-mm. No, 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 just snakes and murder. But, but what's not to love about snakes and murder? So, 
Jenkins says that in my right state of mind, I never would hurt a woman like that uh, about Kruger. Uh, but whatever, bitch. Uh, Jenkins didn't bring up voices until the end of the uh, of the hearing when Judge Battalion asked him point blank if he had killed each victim. He claimed that command voices clouded his memory of the killings. He said that he remembered that the voices matched phrases that are tattooed on his face. Odd. That that is, you know what's you know what I find also puzzling, uh, uh, Your Honor, is that the the words on my forehead and face they matched almost perfectly. These words that were being told to me to murder, as if he was there the day they were tattooed. As if I was the one who gave the direct orders for the tattoos to say these things. Indeed, puzzling. And then just in my sleep, remembering that I have tattoos on my face that says this dumb shit. Afavis, thank you, sir. Uh, I... <sighs> there are people in the world that baffle me <laughs> in, in such strange ways like this. Like, I, I don't want... So he translates some of these words, uh, saying that they, they say, kill them, destroy them, attack them. Uh, I was alone, and weapons, and the demons, and Apophasis, and Lucifer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. They were attempting to kill me, so I killed them under orders of Apophis. At that point, two Omaha police detectives in the front row rolled their eyes. I wonder why. Maybe they found it puzzling. Hmm. None of Jenkins's accomplices relayed any accounts of him claiming to have ever heard any voices or of him speaking in tongues at the crime scenes. Uh, so as uh, Klein recounted the deaths, uh, Bradford's mother, uh, Valida Glasgow, rushed out of the courtroom crying, which I can imagine. Uh, Kruger's husband, Michael Ryan Kruger, uh, he sat a couple of seats down from Bradford's mother, his brow furrowed as his wife's death was recounted that seems uh under uh, not enough uh, you your brow furrowing mm-hmm. man you could have done more than i don't know um i mean yeah mm. by the time trial happens and shit it's already been a little while for you to grieve and now granted you're sitting in the courtroom hearing about this again with, yeah it's, with it's, the guy who did it it's a bitch it's uh, a bitch well, he did pretty good i guess at holding himself together so they set the death penalty hearing because guilty was the verdict, by the way. Mm. If we are past knowing that. Uh, they So they set the, the, the hearing. Uh, no date as of the write, writing of this, what I'm reading. Uh, but expected to take, take place that summer. Uh, so um, Jenkins doesn't think that it's over. Uh, he was busy serving attorneys with court documents related to his lawsuit over his civil rights complaints. Oh. This is, is really neat at this part. <laughs> it's, as for the death penalty hearing, he dismissively asked the judge if he would notify him of the verdict by mail. <laughs> I don't like phone calls. It takes up too much of my day. No, I mean, everybody likes receiving letters in jail. I would like to waive my presence and be notified through letter, he says. And then in the next breath, he asked Klein to consider taking the death penalty off the table. Hey, you ever think about maybe not killing me with this? Hmm. Maybe just a little uh, food for thought, you know? 
prison oatmeal is delicious. Maybe don't kill me. <laughs> I would like to spend the rest of my life enjoying it. This is so stupid. So uh, he noted that he had written letters uh, before his release asking a judge, prosecutors, and even a state senator to get him help for his release. Um, what? Uh, with the existence of these the, those letters, which have been reportedly reported previously in another uh, publication here, Let's he see. suggested that uh, the prosecutors would be better off if they didn't pursue the death penalty. Huh. Uh, Battalion told Jenkins to call a press conference if he wanted to air those matters. The judge indicated that he's strongly considering appointing an attorney to represent Jenkins in the death penalty hearing instead of letting him fucking continue to uh, to to do it himself. I mean, seems to me like he'd probably do that anyway, even if you appointed him an attorney and probably attack the dude in the middle of fucking court. Mm-hmm. And or well, Jenkins leaned back in his chair, smirked. And says, that's only if I care about it. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Did he say that with or without his cool guy sunglasses on? Oh, you know he was wearing his Jim Jones sunglasses. Scun glasses. That's what I call them from now on, his scun glasses. Um, man, so he is, at this point, uh, facing uh, the death penalty. Uh, there are certain little things here that uh, are going to be uh, not like a roadblock per se to that, but a, a definitely a, a speed bumper. Mm-hmm. A speed bumper. Yeah, because there are things that could come up or may happen that would delay your execution. Yeah, there are. There are a thing or two. There is also a thing or two. Of uh, of things that might, but is not going to. So, let's see. <clears throat> so. <sighs> After being declared competent to stand trial, uh, remember that he uh, died, because I don't know how you're going to remember this, because I didn't say it at first, but he scored a 68 on uh, an IQ test, which Ooh. is not, uh, it's not a high number. Ouchies. Uh, so... Uh, uh, he was uh, scheduled to be sentenced on August 11th, 2014, uh, but the date was delayed indefinitely following a hearing held to determine whether he was capable of understanding what exactly the death penalty proceedings against him were. Uh, July 29th of that year, Judge Battalion ordered him to be housed at the Lincoln Regional Center Psychiatric Hospital until doctors were satisfied with what his condition was. Uh, but the people there refused to house him uh, because they had inadequate security. This is this guy's obviously fucking dangerous. Uh, but they did say that they would treat him uh, for, at the Lincoln prison, which is what happened. Wow. Uh, in May of 2017, he was sentenced to death by a three-judge panel. He was also sentenced to 450 years on weapons charges connected with the murders. Whoa. Uh, he tried to appeal. Uh, on April 20th, 2020, the U.S. Supreme Court refused to hear his appeal. Now, we get to the, he's in jail. Nothing else can happen in this story, right? He's just going to kill him someday. Well, have I got a tidbit for you, sir. Yeah, this is like when you when you wake up from a nightmare to go pee, and you're like, ah, oh, thank goodness I'm finally done with that dream. And then you climb back in bed, fall back to sleep in like five minutes, and you're immediately back in that shitty dream. God, I hate that shit. Mm -hmm. Because then I'm like, okay, so is this the real life part? (laughs) Right. Man, I hate this. This is what I'm expecting 
you to come with. So Nico Jenkins uh, believed he was told by an ancient god who resembles a giant snake. Allegedly. To make his penis look like a reptile. So he cut it off. Um... I wouldn't have imagined that that's what the translation would... I mean, that that's not the translation I personally would have come up with. I mean, you know, tattoo a couple of eyes on your on your dick or something and so this, call that shit this a day. So this self-mutilation here uh, comes uh, just a couple of months after his botched attempt to carve 666 into his forehead uh, while he was looking into a mirror and uh, so the 666 actually appears as 999 which is a good look he you was could say on his head and looking this in a mirror. means other things people god mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. so uh, <laughs> um, the prison warden said that they don't really know how uh, how Jenkins is getting all these blades because uh, he's kept in a private cell <laughs> um so, but uh, he also, uh, by the way, uh, tried to slice his. He tried to bifurcate his tongue, to so it would look like a, a snake, uh, snake's tongue more. And he smeared the blood all over his cell walls, which is not hygienic or hygienic. Oh no, it smells awful mm. too. It's bad. Mm. Uh, but uh, Marshall Lux told Omaha.com, "You really have to question how this keeps happening." Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think you might need to. Nobody seems to know exactly. What he's got or how he's getting it. I mean, possibly it's a mystery even to investigate, me. you know, at least a little <laughs> bit. What's going on here? So his his uh, his penis choppage uh, left him needing 27 stitches. Uh, it's not clear yet whether he will use the latest self-mutilation to try to get himself again declared incompetent before he can face his death penalty hearing. Uh, it's wow. apparently worked before. Um <laughs> What a decision. So he uh, mutilated himself uh, and delayed his death penalty hearing once, uh, and then it took a year before the judge declared him competent again to stand trial. Wow. Yes. Uh, His disclosure of a Manson-style mark, the California killer had a swastika Mm -hmm. carved between his eyes, uh, was an antic that caused the case to drag on for 20 months. Um, And... uh, the serpent god knows all and and sees all. You know what else he does? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Man, what does what he do? You tell me, because I want to know. I got to know. I mean, he, he poops in the bushes. Uh, so uh, that's that's basically it for our, our good buddy Nico. Uh, he does end up getting the death penalty. Um, I do have to, however, tell you just a tiny tad bit more about his sister, Erica. Was her name? Oh, Erica was her name. Oh, E R I C A. <laughs> was her name? Was was her name? Oh, <laughs> so uh, so actually, before he actually received the death sentence, uh, he filed a twenty-four point five million dollar lawsuit against Nebraska City uh, for wrongfully releasing him from prison. Wow. Yes, he's like, you guys, you you fucked up big time, and you owe me monetarily <laughs> for your fuck up, man. Um, but you know, whatever. That's uh, that everybody goes to prison, by the way. His mom goes to prison, uh, not for as long as she fucking should have for buying the fucking goddamn deer slugs that he used to fucking shoot these people. 
with a 12 gauge shotgun. So he used a, not shotgun shells, people here, but uh, giant fucking bullets that are fired from a shotgun the size of shotgun shells. Uh, that doesn't leave much to the imagination, meaning whatever part of the body he shoots. Or much to the coroner. It is fucked. Like, fucking for real fucked. So, uh, his sister, Erica Jenkins, is serving a life sentence now at the Nebraska Center for Women for helping him kill his third victim, Curtis Bradford. Um, so... Uh, also, it says here uh, that she and her cousin, Christine Bordeaux, lured his first two victims to their deaths. Mm. Okay, so the sister and another chick were like, ooh, we'll totally sex you up if you come to this pool parking lot. And this then he whole, walks out and shoots him. This whole family is fucked. Uh, they, um, well, yeah. Like, super bad. Like, very terrible, not okay, man. Uh, Jesus. Um, uh, so, uh, um, let's see. Uh, uh, Erica's younger sister, Lori Sales... Uh, was charged with Bradford's murder and accused of hiding the murder weapon. Uh, the other sister, Melanie Jenkins, has never been incarcerated. She testified against Erica and was a mother of three children under the age of seven when she was charged with several violent felonies unrelated to Bradford's murder. Good lord. <clears throat> so, man, that face. That's a white dude. That's that's odd to me, right? I, that's unnatural. I, I don't... I don't That's understand a, how it's possible. I, a collagen, I, I bet you. I bet he's got collagen in, in, in his face there. Um, so his uncle, Warren Levering, got a 40-year sentence for helping him rob and kill Andrea Kruger. Uh, luckily, his sentence was cut in half. Hence, Warren has been released from the Omaha prison system uh, since 2020. Luckily, it says. I don't get the luckily part in there. Um, yeah, it <laughs> left out the for Warren and no one else. So, uh, and his his sister, I got a weird, okay, I gotta find the part about his sister, because it's good, and I'm trying to find it, and, oh wait, it was right under her picture up here, wasn't it? It really is, she's yeah. so fancy. She's a fancy, 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 mancy. Um, so, or right above it, um, that's the sister, oh wait, okay, yeah, uh, okay, here's the best part that we're gonna end the story on here. So, his partner in crime, Erica, his uh, sister, Erica uh, Jenkins. Uh, petitioned to change her name to Illuminati Egotis Erica Prestige. That is spelled E-L-L-U-M-A-N. Illuminati? E-L-L-U-M-I-N-A-T-I. The big letter E, then goddess. So, Egotis. And then Erica, E-R-I-K-K-A. Fuck. And then the word prestige. Because. Because. I do not think prestige. it means. Well, what she thinks it means. I, I'm, I'm almost certain it does. <laughs> I'm almost certain that she's fucked in. I think that she's the actual crazy one. She's so bougie. Bougie, bougie bitches, man. So what do you think about uh, our, our good friend, uh, Nico Jenkins? Ah, Nico I think Jenkins! I think he's nobody's good friend. Aww. Least Where of all his everybody own. everybody knows your name, shotgun shells. Like, all of this seemed so... 
outlandishly unnecessary. I mean, murder is usually unnecessary. But at mm-hmm. the same time, all of this, like, none of this seemed to have a fucking point. <laughs> the, well, the thing is, is that it really seems like these were just fucking violent robberies where the the victims were, were murdered to, to cover up any track of the fucking robbery. And all of the fucking insanity happened afterwards as a result to try to save pants or something you know i mean that's a that's a fairly logical uh thing to uh, to to imagine was the case but at the same time like none of these robberies like got in my head at all it's not like he hit licks as you just fucking stole whatever was in their fucking pockets uh, a, like a feeble attempt at burning the interior of the car how do you feebly attempt to fucking light a car on fire because you have no idea and i and i've heard of i've, I've heard this before um on like uh episode of forensic files or some shit like that mm-hmm. where somebody tried to burn a body in a car and they made mention of uh you know how this guy he just set it on fire wait till it blazed waited till it blazed and then he left Mm-hmm. But that didn't do it because he obviously, you know, didn't take into account that metal burns at different temperatures than mm-hmm. this leather and this cloth and these. So fucking, it, it burned the out all the, the easily and, flammable things real quickly. Yeah, basically. and then yeah. the metal put it out and fucking bada bing bada boom. There was still half a fucking body in there, and it still had all its teeth because those don't burn at all. Because you're fucking idiot you have to pull them and feed them the pigs god god damn well no you pull them so that you can feed the body to pigs because i mean you don't have to but pigs you don't want to be picking them out of their shit because they just won't go why are teeth so easy to fuck up by not brushing but they are impossible to destroy otherwise i mean the human condition in general is just as fragile as it is strong I have to use conditioner on my hair. It's it's pretty ridiculous. It, it makes it bouncy though, and and shiny to a degree. If I had the length, I could I could I could go. Uh, John Mac bounce back beautiful. Oh wait, I should stop that now before we have to pay them royalties. Fuck them. I don't know what you're singing. What was it? Germac shampoo commercial. What's a Germax? It's a shampoo fucking brand. And eh, wrong. The answer is what's a Germax with you? Uh, mm, aren't you glad I didn't say Jeremax? You did say it. A bunch. You know what else, though? That's not how the joke works. You have just listened to, I think, an actual informative, uh, we didn't make uh, dick jokes the whole time instead of doing an episode, episode of See No, Hear No, Speak No. I think I would agree with you on that one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's a very much a uh, kids don't do any of this at home um, or anywhere, for that matter, in anyone else's home or no, public. No, no. Like, you want to keep your penis. Don't like, do that is that is <clears throat> probably uh, the, the secret to, to life. Uh, I mean, even if you yeah. never use it, it's, yeah. it's still a thing. <clears throat> it's still that a keep. thing that is, a, I mean, you shouldn't, I mean, you, yeah, it, I, it, 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 I'm not going to tell you what to do with your own body. However, you should see a doctor upon. if I you're gonna, and like you need to or whatever. That's mm-hmm. fine, man. Mm-hmm. Just don't do it at home. That's how you get infections. Yeah, that's how you get infections. 
And you, if you're gonna do it to somebody else to eat it, learn how to cook it first. Oh yeah, well yeah yeah you could do that, but always keep an eye out for the UFOs, conspiracies, and moiters. Moiters, 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 bitch. And uh, check out our Patreon. We have one of those guys. We totally uh, do. It is a thing where uh, you can give us a a pittance even uh, per month, uh, or just you know whatever. Um, and it will help us a great deal, uh, and indeed, and we will we have uh, different uh, rewards or, or for the different tiers and mm-hmm, things mm-hmm, like that, mm-hmm. and they get pretty cool pretty fast actually because we are that desperate. Yep, and uh, uh, one of the the top prizes, you know, is uh, we'll show you our boobies. No, it's not. It's not on the list. I said I was gonna revise it, but I haven't yet. Just. Oh, I jumped ahead. Spoiler alert. Sorry, kids. Uh, one of the top prizes is, though, that uh, we will have a like a, a video chat with you, and you get to fucking tell us ideas for episodes if you want to, or just pick our brains, or mm-hmm. you can make us show us, uh, make us show you our boobies, I guess. Yeah, uh, and we won't belittle and ridicule you the entire time. But we will... Unless you ask nicely. We will be little, as in small, because we are both very, very short people. And uh, we will... Uh, sing songs as uh, the Lollipop Guild guys for mm. you, but only if it's hair metal from the 80s. I may be little, but I have a huge... Drum set. That's right. Huge drum set. I was going to say heart, but... No. I mean, all drum sets are big compared to... Anyway. Countdown. Three. Dos. One. Way to represent the lollipop guild. The lollipop guild. I want those curly shoes. I think those would look great in with a bathrobe. <laughs> I was I was against yes. it until yes. I heard the whole ensemble. Yes. Uh, now I'm still really against it. Yeah. Now I'm gonna wear I'm gonna wear a basketball like like sweatband. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. on my mm-hmm. head. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, 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 a bathrobe uh-huh. that you know is kind of you know like the the fucking tie thing is kind of loose and it just never stays tight enough. Yeah. So so my manly chest hairs will fall out Correct. open. You know. And and to and where there's there are flashes and hints of penis. That's right. Never ever ever enough for the police to be called. That's right. Yes. I I will sit in such provocative ways that it makes you like lean. It tried not to be seen that you're trying to look the rest it, of the way up my When room. he reaches for a drink, the whole room will gasp and then laughter. That's right. Laughter because he's got it painted like a, a seagull. And never once do those curly shoes come off my feet. Now I really want curly fries. Is that weird? A little bit. Harvey's is closed. Anybody else does curly fries? Negative. Not that I know of. Fucking stupid ass Arby's. Yeah. We don't have Hardee's here, but believe it or not, they do two different kinds of fries. Arby's. So does Arby's now. They have the yeah, crinkle they do, cut. Don't they? And crinkle cut and the curly. Curly still wears that, though. Well, this is not a commercial for them. They're not paying us for it, so. Arby, Arby's, pay us. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll shill for you. Oh, yeah. Totally, I like your food. I'll totally talk shit for you if you pay me. Goodbye. We did the countdown already a while ago. Love, peace, and bacon grease, kids. And the Lollipop Guild! <laughs> Mouse, work! Get me out of this situation! <laughs> Just the correct thing.
Japanese with Asian party boys call the Kremlin and the Chinese know Oweo they walk at night in Egyptian all the cops in the donut shop say play 